Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Hi, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato on the Condo Expert, sponsored by Bayshore Health and Wellbeing. And we are speaking with Karen Wardell of Stylicious Home. And, you know, Karen, we talked a lot about uh, the different flair and the designs that you would see in actually the condo building bringing right into the unit, like, for instance, a loft. How do you find, like, these are in buildings. So if we're looking at condo buildings, how do you find that? It would be a total different mindset if you decide that you're going to go towards townhouses because townhouses are more independent. So I gather maybe you can tell the audience a bit of where their ideas would come in townhouses. I guess it would be more specific. Yeah, it'd definitely be more their style, their needs. And once again, as I also do home staging, so it's also who's buying in that area. I don't want to, um, we have such a diverse ethnicity in the area too. I kind of want to stay with the neighborhood and who is buying in that area is also very important. And that would be on the staging side of things? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Right, right. Well, that would make a big difference. So do you find that when you're staging, I I guess, irregardless of whether it's staging a townhouse or whether it's staging a low-rise building or a loft or a standard high-rise condominium unit, I guess the whole idea behind it is to create a lot of space and, and not feel cluttered. That's correct. Staging 100% is less is more. Even in condo spaces, I say that's typical for a day-to-day living. But yeah, you definitely want the flow. Less is more. So having those multi-purposes items, ottomans for side tables, things like that, just so that the flow, they don't feel cluttered. You always want to declutter and organize like closet spaces and also your your cabinets and vanities and things like that because storage is so important in these smaller spaces. And, you know, if a property, so if a townhouse has, you know, say, for instance, it's a two-story townhouse, more of the focus, I would imagine, goes on the main floor levels because there's really not too much you can do with bedrooms other than put in a bed and yes. maybe a, a night table. Yes, definitely. Yes. The The issue with some of the townhouses here in Toronto is that um, the accessibility on the second or even third floor First of all, it's the amount of stairs that you're going up, but it's also the box springs. You got to think if you're going to do a queen or a king size bed, the box springs not going to get upstairs. So you have to really think of that. Some of the corridors are pretty tight and it's also bending up to the second floor that tends to be the issue. So, but yes, to answer your question, I'd say the living space is the first thing you see when you walk in and it should flow from room to room. It shouldn't be very kind of mismatchy and, and, you know, all just different item or different decor in different rooms. It should flow from, you know, from the front door all the way up to the master. Well, I know of, I know of a property many years ago. This is actually a funny story. Many years ago, I had gone into a, uh, it wasn't, it was actually a detached home, but I got to tell you the story because it was staged. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know who staged it, but seriously, that one was not the best. And what happened was uh, I had my clients with us. And down on the main floor, that was fine. We get up to the bedroom and I'm looking at the bed and I'm thinking, that bed looks awfully strange. Why does it look so strange? It just looked weird. Okay. And my client was actually, it was funny because she was actually moving towards it because she was going to sit down. And next thing you know, I said, whoa, wait a second, hold on. So I lifted up the uh, bedspread and guess what the bed mattress was made out of? (laughs) Boxes. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) They'd gone and gotten a bunch of boxes. Okay. And and most of the boxes were all, you know, about the same size. About the same size. About. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it wasn't like it was really lumpy or anything. The right. bed just looked weird. Right. You know, like it just looked really strange. And probably because it didn't have the round, it had the squared on the sides. I don't know. I mean, it just looked strange. But what they did was like, that might be a liability. I don't know. That, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> if people sit on it. If people do want to empty sa- boxes. If people do want to save a little bit money on the you know, renting of a mattress, they can do a blow up bed. But sometimes if someone's not going there every two days to blow it up, two weeks later, it's kind of sad looking and and you can tell that it's a blow up bed. So that's true too. Yeah, because yeah. they start to lose out some of their air Definitely. sometimes. So that's so, not going to work. And you're only going to be saving, you know, yeah. twenty, thirty dollars. And I don't think that's a big issue. Um, the one thing I did want to speak about today is that um, when you are staging a condo or a townhouse, a lot of people think if it's empty, it'll actually look bigger, which that is definitely not the case. So if you have a master bedroom in a condo and it's vacant, it's very crucial to stage. So if people walk in there and be like, "Can a queen size bed fit in here?" You've already lo- you've lost buyers right away they're going to walk out so if a queen size bed can fit in there make sure that you are putting a queen size bed in there so people can visualize living in that space you know that's a really good point because they do it's especially you know some of these condominiums they have a very interesting design because they're closets they'll have one closet on one side of the bed and then they're going to have another closet on the other side of the bed and then they have the space in in the center and that's, of course, where your bed's supposed to go. I can't tell you how many times I've gone in there and we're standing there, don't have measuring tape, and we're wondering whether or not a queen could actually fit in there because visually it doesn't look it. Right. What's the dimensions? So what's it, 45 inches, I think, for a double and 40, I can't remember what it is. But I think, like, you're talking about an extra six inches, maybe. Right, for sure. I think it's like six or six to eight inches thereabouts, whatever, to go from a double then to a queen. Right. Yeah. And visually you can't pick it up. No. It's impossible to. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, if it's empty, it looks smaller. So you want to stage it. And as I said to you before, when you're, when you are staging, if you did go for the blue or the really heavy accents, you want to paint it out to a natural linen color and then add decor pieces that are glass, silver, or mirrored. So they bring the light throughout the room and actually make the room look bigger instead of really heavy, thick decor pieces and a heavy, thick kind of paint color, which make, would make the room look smaller. So, you know, mirrors, I mean, mirrors are ideal. I see mirrors over top of the sofas all the time. You know, like that seems to be a real key spot. Mm-hmm. And definitely you know, in the dining in the dining area. The dining area yeah. as well. Yeah. Anything that bring in the more natural light and it reflects the, you know, the visual space as well. So it will make the room look bigger. You know, which ones are really nice is those floor mirrors. You know, the, just the ones that you sit on the corner someplace and just, and, and maybe even put something in front of it. Right. You know, those are really pretty. Yep. Mind you, I have one in myself. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I admit, I like them. That's why I went out and bought one. But I really like them because I think that, you know, you can move them anywhere you want. Like, so in other words, it's not like you're going to have a hole in your wall. Right. And you don't want to me- move your other mirror. But that one, you can you can pretty much position if you decide you want it in your bedroom sometimes. You can put it in your living room sometimes, your dining room. Like you can move it around. Right. At the end of the hallway or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The, the key thing with those is having them substantial. You don't want like a little thin frame or a small kind of mirror, like a, you know, 18 inch by, you know, five feet, you want a thick, thick frame, a thick, um, you know, wind uh, mirror, sorry. And, um, just really substantial because if not, it just kind of looks hokey and like a little mirror in the corner that you just put there. But those substantial ones, you're like, you probably can't even hang it on the wall. That's why it's leaning on the floor. My husband has to pick up (laughs) (laughs) because I can't, it's way too heavy, but no, absolutely. Because it needs to have some substance to it. Definitely. Otherwise I guess it can't hold 
hold its own just sitting there by itself. Yes. Yeah. You know, let's concentrate, you know, the kitchen area. A lot of people, like most condominiums today, they will have the built-in microwaves, thank God, because, mm-hmm. I mean, you're just so limited with counter space. I think if somebody's buying new construction, that's something that they really should pay attention to. Definitely. And even, even working with, you know, potentially if you're, you know, building the condo, working with the condo board to get those accessories or those little extra things, because those will go a long way when you're living in the space or even going into some of those um, organizational places and getting drawer organizers and cabinet organizers for your pots and pans and, and um, dishes and sorts, because that will really maximize the space then versus having just one big cabinet where all your seven pots and pans are sitting in. Well, I think a lot of times you'll probably find yourself interacting with some of the trades that are involved in closet organizers and so on while you're working on a particular unit mm-hmm. with your clients in order to just give them advice of which way to go with it all. Definitely. Well, yeah. I definitely have experience in closet design. So mm-hmm. usually in condos, I recommend having a good closet organizer. It can eliminate a dresser in the bedroom and can allow two people to share, you know, a relatively small walk-in closet where you can u- utilize the double hang, have a small section for your long hang, some of the dresses that you have, and having the accessories like the belt, scarf, and tie racks that can keep all those little smaller knickknacks kind of organized and not taking up a huge basket space on one of the shelves in the closet. Well, that makes a big difference because most of the time, like for instance, if you take a one bedroom condominium, they'll have a closet as you come in the entrance somewhere. And then really the only other closet you, you're going to see is in the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then to be quite honest, if you're at studio, forget it. You just got one closet. That's right. And you may have a laundry room that actually has an area in front of where the washer dryer is. But sometimes that can be utilized. Sometimes it can't because you got to still access the uh, machine. That's correct. Yeah. So, so what do you do? You absolutely. You do, you do need to double it up because that gives you double the space. That's correct. Yeah, and anything that eliminates the floor, like if you can eliminate a dresser, so you only have one dresser versus two if you're sharing the space with your husband or wife, eliminating two dressers in that small you know, bedroom, the better. So definitely maximizing your closet space is ideal in a condo. So have you, are you very familiar with, I've seen them from time to time. I don't see them as much as I would have expected, maybe the cost, but you know, there's beds that have either the dressers, drawers that are under the mattresses. And then I know at the home show, they were actually, they had one bed where you could literally lift up the mattress mm. and then you've got that entire thing underneath the bed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Murphy beds. Right. So, um, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> they are, they are very strong in the condo market this year at the interior design house or sorry, interior, um, home show. They were very popular cast life. There's a couple other local, um, furniture stores that are, you know, highlighting their Murphy beds. There's even ones that lift up and become an office desk with shelving things like that. And you're going to see, especially if you're in a studio, um, you need an office or, you know, somewhere to sit or even dine. You can just put your bed up and have like a desk space already. And it just, it just pops right up when you lift up the mattress. I've seen those. I just, I never really realized that the two were both called Murphy beds. Yeah. I, I just actually thought it was a bed with a mattress that lifts up. But yeah, you're, you're right. It would be under that same category of Murphy beds. Well, you know, some of them they have, like they'll have it where they'll actually keep, I know a client of mine, he had a really interesting one because his bed dropped up at the bottom end, not at the top end. Okay. That's what his did. So in other words, the cabinet still stayed in place so he could keep all his books and everything. And then at about waist level, 
that's where it dropped down. Oh, interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. I, I was very surprised about that one because I've never seen one like that before. So it was actually a little bigger than a twin, but smaller than, a, or appeared to be smaller than double, but maybe right. in fact it was a double as come to think of it. I don't know. But mm-hmm. the way it came down, it, it was actually really convenient because sometimes you wonder about if you have things on your cabinet, how do you drop down the bed? Doesn't it Definitely. affect everything? And all the bedding going up. And yeah, that's why yes. I often think like Murphy beds might not be realistic if you're not the tidiest or, you know, you want to deal with that every day. So um, what I recommend is actually having a bed frame that there's a frame at the top and a frame at the bottom, but there's nothing in the belly of the, uh, underneath the bed. So you can get like slide in cab or sorry, um, Tupperware containers that you can store your off season clothes, like all your winter clothes, if it's the summer or vice versa, um, in the winter. So, you know, kind of maximizing those space. And that's such a good real estate under your bed that you can actually put Tupperware containers and um, bins of clothes for off, for off season. That's much more economical. Definitely. Uh, yeah. And it's more practical. You're not lifting up and down your bed every day and, and you change it twice a year. And um, Yeah, and you can label it and then you're all set. You know, the other thing that I've seen actually too is, I mean, you talk about trying to, you know, and this is all where it's really important for condo owners to hire yourself, Karen, because when you get in there, you can give them all these fantastic ideas. And although they pay to have a designer in, they save on what it is that they're buying. So it all breaks out. Plus they're further ahead. Definitely. Makes a lot more sense for them. You know, the other thing I saw too is that shoes, oh, shoes, (laughs) (laughs) women and their shoes, (laughs) of course. And there you go. So if you've got some sliding uh, doors, like, you know, sliding mirror doors in your master bedroom in that one closet, and then you do have your organizers, you have no place for your shoes. (laughs) So that's something to deal with unless you're going on the back of the door. You know what I saw last week? It was funny is that boxes, because you mentioned boxes, Mm -hmm. there was a shelving unit way above your height of, you know, yourself. So in other words, if you're eight feet, the ceiling is eight feet. These were about seven feet up, maybe six and a half feet up. Mm -hmm. The husband made this shelving unit and on there was all the boxes. Okay. And then he had like just that little step stool that you buy like a Canadian tire or whatever. Right. And he had all these boxes for her. So then she always, she had all her shoes labeled as to where they were and different other amenities, other things that she needed. Right. And, uh, it was really convenient. It's like, you know, creating a whole other drawer of uh, a dresser up on your, on your wall. That's close correct. to the ceiling. It was great. Yeah, I usually recommend uh, people do that. Do the clear Tupperwares. Even if you don't have the clear, if you want to use the, the shoe boxes that they come in, you take yeah. a picture of your shoe and have it in the front. Um, but if you do have the space to put it on shelves, or if you are getting a closet organizer, um, working with the designer, there's nothing worse than having a shelf that two and a half pairs of shoes fit on or three pairs of shoes. So when you are designing your closet space, I'd actually recommend lining up three or four pairs of your shoes and having that as your shelf width and then adjusting the difference on your hanging because you can always have a 24 and a half inch hanging section, but you can only have a 24 inch, exactly 24 inch for your shelving. So, you know, working with a designer, I can I can tell you the kind of the what ifs and kind of what to look for when you're designing your closet space. Well, you know, especially too, if it's people that, um, say for instance, somebody's living in a big house and now they're downsizing. Mm. Oh man, that must be a real nightmare for you because I mean, they have to, they don't want to give certain things up. They know they have to, and it's a matter of trying to put the whole thing together. So if somebody's going from, uh, you know, 2000 square foot home and now all of a sudden they're going into a 700 square foot condominium, right? That has got to be tough. Definitely. Furniture, clothing, shoes, everything has to be downsized. And I work with my clients to kind of figure out 
what's their, you know, obviously the, the family heirlooms, those things that you have to keep are kind of, you know, there, but all the items that you need every day to day. And then I'm working with them to get rid of the excess items that they don't really need. Perfect. That's exactly where we need to be. <laughs> well, we're listening to Karen Wardell of Stylicious Home. This is Linda Pinizzato on The Condo Expert, and we'll be right back.